0: What's up, sports fans? It's Brian Gilbert here with KFR Sportscast. I uh, just want to let you know that the episode that you're about to view has been pre-recorded before any of this news broke out about Aaron Rodgers. Well, we hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you for further episodes. Peace out. Sportscast.
1: What's up, sports fans? Welcome to KFR Sportscast. It's your boy, Big Sexy Jacob Brader. We got my man BG Brian Gilbert, and bringing back for the second time, we got Jacob Bradley. How you doing today, Jake? fan fucking fantastic! All right, that sounds good, brother. We're gonna bring you part two of our division breakdown. We did the AFC last time. We're gonna jump into the NFC today.
0: So, that's right.
1: Yeah, we that's got, right. We
0: got, Count them two. One, two. How many Super Bowls does Tampa Bay have? Two. Okay, let me stop. All right. How many
2: AFL titles does Buffalo have? Two.
0: (laughs) Two. All right. So, yeah, just fantastic. We're going to get into part two. We're going to start with the NFC West. Okay, so we're going to start with the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to start with uh, Russell Wilson out there on the West Coast. Marquee signings. Got a lot of them. Bringing, bringing a couple of people back but got a lot of signings. Gerald Everett, Gabe Jackson in the trade. Uh, Witherspoon, Carrie Hyder, Chris Carson, Carlos Dunlap, Benson Mayoa, uh, Puna Ford, Ethan uh, Pocic, Jordan Simmons, Cedric, Ogabye, and Nick Bellore. Wow. So they yeah. went after everybody.
1: Yeah, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So, so it definitely uh, sounds like they uh definitely sounds like they tried to beef up that defense, which was a you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of a question mark for them last year, you know. Absolutely. Uh, you know, their offense, you know, was up to par last year. Their offense mm-hmm. was phenomenal at points last year. And then it kind of hit a little bit of a stalemate in mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Uh, I think it's yeah. just, you know, because defense is adjusting to what they're what they do and they are figuring out how to, you know, how to stop, how to stop Russell Wilson. But, Mm. you know, for a large portion there uh, of the season, Russell Wilson was having MVP like numbers. Yeah. but uh, Absolutely. You know, I, um, I still think they can have a very high powered offense. Um, If the, if the signings on the defensive end work out, seems like they got a fairly decent pass rush coming in with uh, Puna Ford with you know, Dunlap and, uh, and Gerald Everett there, you know, all three very capable pass
2: rushers. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah. With Seattle, they, they're as good as advertised, you know, they hit that snag last year was very, very weird. Like they, they tend to have that happen to them where they're looking like, oh, this is, you know, they're as good as they were when they made the Super Bowl those two years. And then just something – so something snags them along the line. Their defense is a little questionable, um, you know. But I feel like they could easily win that division, you know. I again, I'm going to take back that easily thing again. But because I, I, feel, I feel like the Rams – like that, that's one of the tougher divisions too. I feel like the Rams are up there with them as well. But for us cooks – Russ does his thing. He's got all his weapons back. Seattle will do what they always do. They'll win 11, 12 games and, you know, business as right. usual. Little Pete Carroll squad there.
0: Right. So, you know, uh, kind of like we touched on in the last episode with the AFC North, right, being such a close division. Yep. Uh, it seems like the NFC West is like that every year where, yeah. you know, teams are one, two games behind each other, you know, kind of like that uh, – Again, week 17, one-on-one matchup, divisional matchup, win and get in kind of thing. And with that, you know, the extra spot, uh, wild card spot, like we could see potentially two, even three NFC West teams into the playoffs because they're always that close and just the the competitiveness of that division. Yeah. You know, and continuing with that division, you know, a comeback year basically for San Francisco – Uh, signing Trent Williams, Kyle Juszczyk, Jason Verrett, uh, Kwan Williams, and Alex Mack. You know, coming back from all those injuries from 2020 uh, and, you know, uh, trying to do what they did the year before and make it back to the Super Bowl, right? So – and it could be possible again. I mean, but that division is very tough.
2: Yeah, I feel – as if, again, they could win the division. They could easily make another run at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. if everybody plays to their standards. They, they got that question mark kind of going at quarterback now. Will they stick with Garoppolo, you know, mm-hmm. or will they make the change? But regardless, the, the, they know their ceiling, and if everybody can stay healthy, stay where they need to be, they're at worst a wild-card team. Right. They, they have a lot of solid potential there. I that that's where that's where I can see them. They're they are very, very injury based team because we saw what happened to them last year when they just lost everyone, right? Yeah, you know, um,
1: you guys kind of said it, you know, a big, big person coming back for them this year, two uh, big people coming back for them this year is uh, Nick Bosa and Mm -hmm. George Kittle. You know, those are two like high value players that they lost yeah. last season. And that, you know, you could see it, they were missing, you know, George Kittle on the offensive end and they were missing Nick Bosa on, uh, in their pass rush. And, uh, you know, they, they suffered because of those two big losses, you know, and not to mention, you know, Garoppolo wasn't very, you know, consistent last year. And then he got hurt and mm-hmm. then, you know, um you know, they just had injuries everywhere, dude. Like, they were just so injury-played.
0: Um,
1: you know, so, you know, yeah, they – you know, this division is very tough. They're you know, they got – there's a lot of very talented teams in this division. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see if they can win the division, but I I think they – I think they, they could be a wild card team if, they're, if they play their cards right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and then now moving, moving on to Los Angeles, obviously getting Matt Stafford from the trade and sending Jared Goff to Detroit, uh, but also signing Leonard Floyd and Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I think, I think.
1: back Home to LA. Right.
0: So I think, I think Matthew Stafford, even as old as he is, I mean, he's a tough player. You know, we've seen yeah. it over the course of his career, you know, playing through some, some injuries. Uh I think with Sean McVay and being in the West Coast offense, I think I think Los Angeles can make some noise.
2: I um, think so too. Yeah, I think
0: I'm, so too. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be tough to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, obviously the Super Bowl being held in LA this year. You know, we'll see if a team can do it back to back. You know, winning at home again, but it's. It's, but like I said, I think they can make some noise in, in the NFC West with what they got. I have
2: their, go, go. Good.
0: Um, just one, one last thing to add on before you go, Jacob. I apologize. Uh, no, you good. Um, but a big thing for them is they lose their top rusher, you know, before yeah. the season even starts in Cam Akers, right? Cam Akers goes down really before even training camp starts. So, you know, that could be a big thing for them. Uh, and we'll see how that will impact their their offense this year.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm very high on this Rams team. Uh, losing Acres is terrible. Sucks. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, you'll you'll stick in a guy like Daryl Henderson, who they actually were kind of high on a couple years ago. So yeah. maybe you know he comes in, he does his thing. But I feel like this team will be a little more pass oriented, anyways. With a guy like Stafford, yeah, I feel absolutely. like they re they recreated themselves a, a new Super Bowl window. By getting yeah. a guy like Stafford, because right. they were definitely heading in the wrong direction. They were look like, oh, they wasted all this money. They wasted all these draft picks, traded them all away, and they kind of screwed and stuck with golf. They made the deal. They got Stafford, and you know, and then he's got guys like Robert Woods. He's got Cooper Cup. He's got the, all the offense he needs around him. He's got the cast that Detroit would. I mean, not not to say they didn't have weapons in Detroit but just an overall cast on offense and defense that he was never blessed with in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. always been high on Matt Stafford. I really I can this team has the potential to be in the Super Bowl. Right. I, I can see I could see an up two of 13 wins from this team.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I, I feel ob- like
2: they are that good.
0: Yeah, obviously having uh you know Jalen Ramsey on the other side of the ball along with Aaron Donald
2: yeah, is obviously, like have- obviously <laughs> going to help them. So yeah, but- Touched on Aaron Donald. Yeah, no, yeah. that's that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, Aaron Donald just goes without saying that the guy's like, yeah. the, <laughs> that guy's the best player in the league, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, it, you know, I I have to say like, you know, you know, it, it, outside of obviously the quarterbacks, you, you know, like the, you know, the Pat Holmes and, you know, all them guys, but you know, you gotta, you gotta give Aaron Donald his props, man. That that boy is a monster. That boy is
0: yeah.
1: a monster, and he's, yeah. you know, he still got a lot of good football left in him too. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah, he's young. Um, I've always said if you give Matt Stafford uh, weapons in an offensive line, you're in trouble. You know, he's a, yeah. a hell of a quarterback, hell of a quarterback, Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. You know, if you give him weapons and you, you, you goes to a super bowl that would just you know solidify his career but you know the the rams are definitely my pick to win this division um you know because i just have i just have faith in, in matt stafford and that sean McVay offense yeah if he stays healthy they could be they could be the, the best offense in football this year
0: yeah absolutely okay so we're gonna move to a team now that i think is going to win this division uh in arizona Signing J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, Malcolm Butler, and Legatron Matt Prater. Um, with with uh, Kyler Murray and D Hop, I mean, and then A.J. Green, who's kind of who's kind of iffy in Cincinnati. I think he's gonna kind of give them, you know, another option at receiver. Uh, but I think. That defense will will help out with JJ Watt as long as JJ Watt can stay healthy because it's been a struggle the last few years when he was with Houston to stay healthy. But definitely Arizona is my pick to win this division.
2: I I could see it. I, I don't think I'm as high on Arizona. I mm-hmm. think uh, like I, I feel like Ky- I think uh, I feel like Kyler's played very well. He just has to you know keep on making those the, making the progress those next steps. And I'm just still not 100% sold on, on Cliff Kingsbury either. He makes questionable decisions. But, I, I mean, they do have the potential to win the division. I could see it. Um, you you What you said on A.J. Green, I just kind of feel like maybe his age was showing a little bit. Yeah. But then again, if he's playing a complementary role, if he's a number two receiver behind Hopkins, mm-hmm. he can definitely contribute for that Arizona team. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, they're a very young team. They're one of those up-and-coming teams. They, you know, some mismanagement kind of led them out of the playoffs last year. Um, but I, I could definitely see them. But to me, they look—they're like a ten-win team to me. Okay. And that I feel like that's that's kind of their ceiling to me.
0: Okay, and that's and that's solid. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I feel,
1: I feel, uh, I feel a similar way. You know, uh, uh, Kyler's decision making too has to improve a little bit but I feel like he played, he played a really good,
0: he played a really, had
1: a really good season last year. Mm-hmm. Um, But, you know, like in that stretch where they were, where they were, where they were losing, getting out of the playoff picture, you know, he could have, uh he could have made some better decisions in those games, but you know, overall um, yeah, they have, they have the talent to be a, be a playoff team. They just, they just got to get there. You know, they, you know, the only one stopping them from making the playoffs is themselves. You know, yep. so they gotta, they gotta, they gotta do better at making some, uh, some decisions. And um, yeah, I, I agree with uh, thoroughly with what Jake said about their ceiling. I, I see maybe ten, maybe eleven wins, but yeah. no higher than that.
0: Right. Right. I mean, but like we said, I mean it's a it's a tough di- division in the NFC West. Uh anything, anything could happen. Um shoot, with this new
1: playoff four man, all the teams can make the playoffs.
0: That is true. That is true. That is very true. Uh moving moving up to the NFC South. And I don't think there's much of a question for the NFC South. I mean, I'm not gonna look, I'm not gonna read off the marquee signings. Uh because we've literally brought back everybody. <laughs> I mean, we lost uh, safety Andrew Adams and uh, offensive lineman Joe Haig. Uh, yeah, Joe Haig. You know, but bringing back, you know, signing all of your starters back in Tampa. You know, I mean, they have, obviously, they're they're looking for the repeat. Going to be hard. As it, as it is, you know, I'm not going to boast too much, as much as I want to, but.
1: <laughs> I mean, you got bragging rights, man. I, yeah, I, I
0: do. It's, it's as much time. as we
1: can see your roll our eyes, you got the right to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, but, you know, that's not me. I, I like to stay humble. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, about to
2: say as much as if Buffalo won a Super Bowl, I'd be, I'd, I'd be ecstatic and excited, but I'm not someone to just talk about it all the time.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean let them speak for themselves but yeah I I don't see much competition in this division in the conference yes but not so much the division
2: yeah I'm gonna have to agree with that uh, they just reloaded that's all they did it's kind of like it's kind of like when Kansas City in our you know, previous video it's just mm-hmm. kind of the same thing as last year it's like you know they're gonna win 12 to 13 games. And then we'll see where they go from there. Right. That's just it. It's a wait for the postseason kind of thing. See what right. happens. See if someone can dethrone them early, maybe. Right. right.
0: Exactly. And you know, obviously the the whole thing with uh Super Bowl winners has always been, oh, it's the Super Bowl slump after, you know, that Super Bowl high they won and now, you know, they have to do it again. They have to maintain that, you know, that crown. So like you said, I mean, somebody's gonna have to dethrone them. And we were uh, – my dad and I, we were talking about it earlier. And to repeat is, is going to be super difficult. Um, as much as I would love to see it, you know, it's, it's, it's slim. You know, I mean, Pittsburgh did it in the 70s. Obviously, the Patriots did it in the early 2000s. So, it, it's, it's hard. And, you know, these players, they have to not let ego – go to their head.
2: Looking you know, at UAB.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they have to uh you know, they have to keep their composure. They have to build more on the team chemistry than and I think I think I think Bruce Arians put it perfectly. He he had an interview, he said, you know, he sat down and he talked with the guys. He said last year's team won the Super Bowl. This year's team hasn't done shit. Yeah. So I think that's beautifully put. You know, kind of get them in the right uh, mentality. Um, And you know, we talk about we talk about the NFC South. You know, we'll talk we talk about the the New Orleans Saints losing Drew Brees to retirement. You know, obviously Hall of Fame quarterback. Probably probably gonna go with Jameis Winston.
2: Yeah. Mr.
0: 30 for 30, right? Uh, but their marquee signings, Marcus Williams uh, as a safety, Jameis Winston, PJ Williams, Nick Vanette, <laughs> Eaton W's, right? James, <laughs> James Hurst, Alex Arma, and Noah. I'm not even going to try to say that last name. There is too many consonants in that last name. So. <laughs> Oh, man. So, unless that K is silent, it's going to be uh, to no Pasigon.
2: All right. Well, I'm sure he'll tweet you.
0: If he Maybe. does, If he does, fantastic, because that's going to bring our stock
2: up. Exactly. Don't what even care.
0: Doing? Yeah. So at me, doing? bro.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, with New Orleans, uh, I think, honestly, I feel Jameis needs his fair chance because he had that eye surgery. This man was out here throwing three touchdowns, playing blind as a bat, you know, right? I feel like he could really like, if given the chance, he can really show himself beyond that. You know, a lot of their talents come back. Michael Thomas being hurt is a dent that is going to hurt big time. Seeing the fact that that man just can't stay healthy now. Right. But, Beyond that, you know, they could – if, if you know, Thomas comes back kind of early, Winston plays well, or even off the off chance that Hill starts, I don't – I don't know. Maybe they'll go with Hill again. I don't know. They could win with either.
0: Yeah. Hill – the thing with Hill is just so tough. I mean, because he's such a role player. Because, I mean, obviously the last couple few years, Sean Payton has thrown him everywhere, right? Yep. You know, special teams offense lining up outside wildcat playing quarterback you know which is great but like i mean he needs to focus on one thing you know if he's going to yeah. play quarterback
2: yeah if that's what you want out of him that's what you got to do but i mean beyond that you know they're they got a they got a good roster together mm-hmm. if they can if winston plays any in uh, the positive factor and that eye surgery benefits him. They, you know, they could be a solid wild card team in my opinion. Yeah, they can get all that together.
0: Yeah, I mean, because you also, you also can't forget Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Exactly.
2: You know, exactly. That's yeah, so. arguably, arguably the best running back in the league. He's, he's in the argument.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, no, I, uh, I just, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big question mark without, without Drew Brees leading that football team. You know, it's just, like, right. been a constant thing for for a long time. You know, since 2006, he's been the quarterback of that football team. Just let that mm-hmm. sink in since 2006. Right. You know, so first season without him starting a quarterback. First full season. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's going to be a transition. There's going to be an effect, of, you know. Uh, but you know, can't count out Sean, uh, uh, not Sean McVay, Sorry, Sean Payton. Rather, mm-hmm. um, yeah, excellent football coach, great offensive mind. Um, you know, this it's it's tough. I see uh, ceiling for this team's six seven wins. Uh, I mean, sorry, that not ceiling floor floor for this team six seven wins ceiling. They could they could squeeze in they could squeeze into the wild card if the if the yep. ball bounces right. But um, I I don't know I just I just don't believe in a I just don't I just don't believe in them like I used to. You know I just can't I can't get behind them like you know without 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 Drew Brees throwing the football. You know I just I don't know I don't know. I mean they did win a bunch of games with Teddy Bridgewater a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, so who knows? <laughs> yep. Um <clears throat> moving moving up to uh to Carolina, obviously, getting Sam Darnold, uh BMC in the backfield, Marquee signings, uh Hassan Reddick, Morgan Fox, Pat Alflin, Cam Irving, Denzel Perryman, and uh Dan Arnold. So out of, out of those I mean a couple defensive players a couple offensive players obviously they want to set up to make Sam Arnold successful right yep you
2: know yeah. they don't
0: they don't they, they want to try and avoid what happened in New York for him
2: yep. and they uh, they reunited him with Robbie Anderson too which was a smart move. yep, yep. Yeah, he's got Robbie Anderson he's got DJ Moore over there
0: mm-hmm. he's
1: got uh, he's got Christian McCaffrey coming Mm -hmm. back you know so that's that's going to be huge for that's going to be huge and that's going to be detrimental to you know if if uh sam darnold can succeed or not Mm -hmm. having those weapons helps you just need to you need his up here needs to be up to par that's that's the only thing i worry about with sam darnold because he's got a decent enough arm uh he's mobile enough He's not the greatest, he's not the most mobile, but he's mobile enough right. to avoid the rush. He's just got to make the right decisions or, you know, ho- hopefully he's not
2: seeing ghosts again. You know? Yeah, the detrimental thing, as as discussed when we talked about the Jets, is just that he never had the proper team built around him. Like, I, again, as a, as a USC fan, I don't think I was ever really high on him, but if he ever had a chance to succeed, it's right now. Right. It's right now.
1: Right. And
2: you know, he's got a solid team around him, he's got lots of weapons, decent defense. That, that's, a, that's a nine to ten win team at their ceiling. That's as good as that's as good as it could get for them. I, I think it could if they you know if they get together. If not, they could be six or seven wins. I'm not, I'm not I'm I'm not sure.
0: Right. And even with the the addition of Dan Arnold at tight end, Dan Arnold is a is a solid Solid player at tight end. So that's just yeah. another target that you that you're adding for Sam Darnold. So probably see probably see a lot of dump offs to uh, CMC though.
2: Oh yeah, if, no if doubt. I'm being, if I'm being <laughs> That's the best running back to have in yeah. this scenario. you couldn't get any better.
0: Right. All right. So the Atlanta Falcons, the A T and put the emphasis on L. Um. <laughs> Signing Mike Davis, Eric Harris, Brandon Copeland, uh, uh, oh, God, here we go again, all over again, Uh, Barkavius, Mingo, Fabian Monroe, or Morrow, Lee Smith, and Young Ho Ho. Ku. G.I.I., but my Young Ho Cool. (laughs) Obviously... Losing Julio Jones. Still got Calvin Ridley, uh, Todd Gurley. I don't
2: think he's still there. I think he's
0: gone. Todd Gurley? Yeah, they didn't
2: resign him. He's just nowhere.
0: (laughs) Well, that was not smart. Again, emphasis on the L. That's why they
2: signed Mike Davis.
0: That makes sense. Makes sense.
1: Running back that filled in for Christian Caffrey in Carolina last year, Mike Davis. He had a pretty solid year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Where yeah. Where, where does ATL go? I mean, where uh, they're just oh,
2: man. I, I, I don't know. I I feel like they're they're a meddling team. They 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 have they have you know good weapons on offense with guys mm-hmm. like Ridley and Matt Ryan, but I guess that's kind of where the buck stops. I mean. They forget they, about their draft pick, too, now. They drafted that boy out of Florida, Kyle Pitts. He's so, and yeah, I, I did forget to mention Kyle Pitts. He's yeah, he's going to excel, it. too. Wow. Is he going to be one of those tight ends that is the exception to, like, the rookie rule where they're kind of uh, – their rookie year? We'll see. But uh, overall, the team's just kind of – like, uh, you're sealing seven wins. That's kind of where I see them. Like, they're just – uh, no team is better at blowing leads than them. Right. So, you know, maybe we'll get a few more performances of that uh where they just watching an outside kick call. Just look at it.
0: <laughs>
2: look at just that. look at that.
1: Just look Oh my it. god.
0: I can't What's believe he used his foot. I can't
1: <laughs> I can't believe he used his foot.
0: Um so move, moving up to the north. The north. Uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I think Minnesota is my pick with winning this division, especially if you know the rumors are true that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I mean, yeah, obviously, obviously, Kirk Cousins has to step his game up and be consistent, but they're they're still my favorite to win. Signing uh, Delvin Tomlinson, Patrick Peterson, Mackenzie Alexander, and Xavier Woods. Defense. I mean, defense is their game right now. That, that's yeah. what they. That's what they're. They need.
2: Yeah, uh, me, me and Jake were actually talking about this earlier. Because um, yeah. I was looking over, I said, "Well, my thoughts is Green Bay wins the division if Roger plays, but he's probably not going to. And if that's the case, the most likely team to win that division is probably Minnesota." And that all just comes down to what Kirk Cousins does. Can Mm -hmm. he be better than he has been? He's played well, but he has this tendency to, you know, so it all comes down to can he get it together? Can he play consistently? He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got Adam Thielen. He's got Irv Smith. He's got Dalvin friggin' Cook. Like, you got the offense you need. You got the weapons. The defense has been improved drastically, as you just mentioned. Mm Mm-hmm they that they their ceiling is winning the division and maybe a playoff game you know Mm -hmm. they could win 11 games they just got to get their act together and if they can and if kirk cousins can just play better than he has that team could that that team could make it run right
0: and it doesn't and doesn't have to be like a lot better i mean even just a little bit better is going to be make the, the drastic difference for them to be you know make that playoff push
2: yeah. yeah, he's kind of he's kind of had this thing like the uh, the what I like to call the anti-clutch, kind of like what Romo had, like he could play so well, and then when the moment matters,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. Tony, yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know like, Cousins he's, isn't gonna isn't gonna call a game like Tony Romo can. This is also true. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. no,
1: Tony, go Tony go ahead. Romo's uh, football commentating is goaded. All right, that, yeah. that easy.
0: Give that That's, man a gold jacket for real. For
1: but uh, anyway um, you know yeah you know my uh yeah minnesota it can be you know uh, this is minnesota's division to lose if aaron Rodgers doesn't play in my opinion um yeah. you know uh i just don't i just don't believe in chicago just yet they could potentially um they could potentially uh make a Make a jump if you know Justin Fields, you know Justin Fields develops the right way, which I think he will. I'm mm-hmm. a you know if anybody knows my opinion on Justin Fields, I I feel as though Justin Fields was the best, if not one of the best quarterbacks in this uh, you know in this in this draft. I I feel as though he should have been the the pick right after Trevor Lawrence, if you're asking me. But that's just my opinion. Um, so. You know, going back to Minnesota, you know, the, you know, Kirk Cousins is the, you know, is the make or break this, this team is going to go as far as Kirk Cousins takes, them. Mm. you know, which I don't see them being a Super Bowl contender, but they right. could win the division, you know, have yeah. a home playoff game. And who knows, right. you know, that uh, Delvin Tomlinson was an excellent signing for them. Me as a Giants fan, I was sad to see him go. I would have loved to have kept him and Leonard Williams, but it didn't happen. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. But Dalvin Tomlinson adding on to that Minnesota defense, great run stopper, excellent, excellent voice in that defense could really, you know, you could really pull, he's probably the piece that they needed on that defense um so yeah you know this this team you know they have a talented offense they have you know two very talented receivers and then you gotta put delvin cook in the argument for best running back in the league you know he's definitely in the conversation you know uh so yeah you know this uh this uh, they have a talented team but you know uh i'm not so consistent quarterback
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: just how it is
0: right now moving moving on to, uh, you know, what what are the Packers going to do? Again, this is all going to be contingent on if Aaron Rodgers retires next week. Again, rumors have been out there by NBC, NBC Sports. Uh, you know, they re-signed Aaron Jones, Mercedes Lewis, and Kevin King. So if, if Rodgers does retire, next man up is Jordan Love. And what's that gonna what's that gonna look like for uh, like somebody like Devonte Adams?
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem like Adams wants to be there either. If Rodgers isn't there, right. but you know he'll play it out. He, I think he's already said something about not losing out on money. But right. they, if Jordan Love plays the season, I see them winning like five games. then that's kind of becoming a rebuild. If Rodgers plays, and they'll they get they, you know they'll do what they always do, but mm-hmm. if you get the real chance that there's nowhere in Rodgers, the Packers or the Packers are looking at some uh, some bad football that they haven't. I mean, well, they they had those couple of years recently with yeah. Rodgers that didn't play out well,
0: but, but but something as an organization they're probably not used to.
2: Yeah, no, the they you, know, you, you go from Favre, you go to Rodgers. You know, you had you've been blessed for like thirty plus years. Yeah. It, you know, so but
0: it, yeah, it all it all
2: it all hinges on Rogers. Yeah. It's gonna go one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I I wholeheartedly
1: agree with that. You know, um, I just you know, like without Aaron Rodgers playing quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, I just there's no there's no you no even need to talk about them in the conversation for winning the division. They're mm-hmm. probably gonna end up with a with a top five, top six draft pick if they don't have him playing quarterback this year. right? So if, he, if,
0: he, if he doesn't play this year, tell you what, tell you one thing, it's going to look weird. It is. Bay. It is, definitely. It's going to look weird. Okay, and moving on to that final opponent in the NFC North, the Detroit Lions getting Jared Goff in that trade for uh, Matthew Stafford, also signing Romeo Acura, Romeo Acora, Tyrell Williams, Rashad Perryman, Jamal Williams, Charles Harris, Randy Bullock, and Alex Anzalone. So they went a little bit of everywhere, a little bit of, you know, some some targets for Jared Goff. They went some defense, some edge rushing.
1: And I'll tell you what, they needed a little bit of everywhere, too. They did, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Detroit Lions are bad. All right, they're
2: just bad. They but, uh, Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, I mean, that, really not not much else <laughs> to say other than they're just bad. Yeah, they, they they
2: lost. They lost a lot of their weapons. They lost like all their weapons, and they they're yep. reloading. Jared lost Goff. Maladay, lost Marvin Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff's just kind of been put into a crap situation, and he hasn't been all that great when he had good receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things could get kind of ugly in Detroit. Uh, and as like Buffalo's had a connection with Detroit, like I kinda like I always feel bad for Detroit because they're yeah. friggin' terrible. But you know, I, I they're they're like a three or four win team at best. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna
0: uh, be it's Jared, rough for them. Jared Goff is walking into, into Detroit like B rad from Malibu's Most Wanted. So it's uh it's not it's not gonna be pretty uh you know, TJ Hawkinson. Probably going to be a good focal point, and uh, you know their their uh, rookie running back DeAndre Swift last year. I mean, those are going to be the focal points, right? So, yeah. well, we'll see what happens with them. And what I was not mistaken. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. I, I also
2: um, the receiver they drafted out of SC Amon Ra. Look out for him. He's a, he's he's a talented mm-hmm. receiver. He could he could make a little bit of noise there. He could be productive this year,
0: right? Um, and I was mistaken. That was not the final team because we have the bears.
1: Uh, I, I guess uh
0: I guess when you know you're talking about the NFC North, I mean how could you how could you forget about the Bears? Probably because they signed Andy Dalton, Desmond Trufant, Damien Williams, and they haven't really been doing much for the last I don't know, 35 years. Well, so, they
2: haven't done really way too much since Jay Cutler, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a three-way right, a three-way test right between Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, and now rookie quarterback Justin Fields. And I swear to you, if you would have went on the Bears Instagram on draft night, you wouldn't have known who they drafted because every single picture was Justin Fields. They posted <laughs> ten thousand pictures of Justin Fields. If he's t- if he stopped to tie his shoes, there was a picture on Instagram for it. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, they could, um,
1: they could have just just uh, drafted Justin Fields all seven rounds. You know. Yeah. They wanted to make sure that he was on their football team.
0: Yeah. It it almost seems like insecure of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna sign with us, right? Right. Right.
2: Right. You're not going,
1: right. You stay right
0: here. Right. Right. Like we we you're picked you. are gonna
1: be you. a bear. You're gonna be a Chicago bear, right?
0: Right. right because we because we picked you so you're you're going to sign with us right please please, oh. please. Um, so yeah i mean i don't have i don't have much for them i mean i think obviously one like i said earlier minnesota is my pick so when the division bears are somewhere at probably at the bottom you know or just like third second third but yeah, i mean
1: well, I mean, they made the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky last year, so I mean, I
0: can yeah, see,
1: them. I could but... see that, uh, I, I you know, I could see them maybe, maybe eight wins. But I mean,
2: if, if
0: Fields jumps in and plays well, I can see yeah. that. Other than that, the the thing, the thing with with the Bears like last year, and I I, I know and from previous years of being a Tampa fan. You know, you get down into the last couple weeks and you need 375,000 scenarios to happen in order to get to the playoffs. And I feel like Chicago didn't really get into the playoffs. Somebody else put them into the playoffs kind of situation. You know, I mean, I get what you're saying is that they were in there. They were in there. They played. But Mitch Trubisky didn't put them into the playoffs. Listen, Mitch
2: Trubisky – is the MVP, so don't you disrespect them? i <laughs> speaking from a just right. backup quarterback now. Yeah, don't talk about my backup quarterback
1: like that. This is quarterback. Uh, this is quarterback.
0: And yeah, that's that's great. That's great. But you you have you have better options than Mr. Uh, true, 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 uh, Trubisky.
2: Sure, Trubisky. Some, some biscuits, please. Mike is Trubisky. that.
0: I always want to call him Mitch Trubersky, but now he's Mitch Trubilski. So. Yeah,
1: go. there, yeah, I like yeah. that. Mitch Trubilsky. Mr. Um
0: so we're gonna we're gonna run into uh the NFC least. <laughs> uh, that, that ain't
1: cool, bro. <laughs>
0: that ain't cool, bro. Not cool, man. That's
1: okay. not cool,
0: man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna start off with uh the football team, even though all of them are Football team. Which,
1: which one? Which yes. one? Which football team.
0: Uh, which the, the oh, Washington, oh that the Washington. One. Okay. All right. Yeah. Team.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. I, yeah. That, that that um team with no name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: the no name team. So no name team. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that you know obviously just recently Alex Smith retires. I Think it's kind of wrong what Washington did to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he made obviously that horrific incident and in, in 2018. And But he rehabbed, he got stronger, he came back. And in my opinion, they need to rename that war award as the Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year Award. Agreed. I, um, I think it was just wrong. I mean, they were so they, – they almost like uh, – they almost took to, took to him like he was uh, an insurance policy. I mean, they didn't really want to let him play. Yeah, and for the games that he did play, I mean, he was he was solid. I mean, he was a, a game manager of those right. games. Now, obviously, the the defense helped a lot because I mean, Chase Young stepped up huge in his first year, right? So they have they have them on defense, and then they bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick, which I don't think they really needed to, but they bring in William Jackson the third. At corner, Curtis Samuel at wide receiver and Adam Humphries at wide receiver. So obviously, they're given, whether it be Ryan Fitzpatrick or Tyler Heineke, they're given him target. They're given one of them targets to go with Terry McLaurin.
1: That defense in Washington uh, is no joke. You know, they mm. have yeah, one of the best defensive lines in football, you know, they got four first-round picks right on that defensive line. Yeah. Uh, you know not only you know um, you know their secondaries you know not to be messed around with either Um, but you know they uh, you know they were just a benefactors of a shitty division last year Mm -hmm. and uh, you know um, I just I don't know It, it could be it could be up and down with this team I could see you know, unbiasedly speaking, I could see them um, going on a similar mo of last year, maybe seven, eight win team. Um, or they could, they could have, they could, you know, win maybe ten games at most. But I, I, I just don't see anything higher than that. But their defense is going to uh, be one of the top defenses in football. Uh, I. Yeah see that
2: yeah the, the, their best case scenario is going to be their defense does their thing and they find a little Fitz magic as me and Brian have both tasted
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolutely if he can get it going and you know not play awful a lot of the time he can get them to 10 wins I can say I could see that but then again you just never know what you're going to get out of Ryan Fitzpatrick at the end of the day so and, and, then, and then you know maybe Taylor Heineke starts. It's it's there's a there's a lot of questions there. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what to think about the um the football team. Which one? Yeah, exactly. See so. yeah. can't can figure out exactly. which one? I I can't help myself. I'm sorry. I can't help myself.
0: It's all good. It's all good. Um so I promised I promised my wife that I wouldn't bash on them too hard. But we're going to talk to Philadelphia Eagles. Their marquee signing was Anthony Harris. They picked up – why? I don't know. They picked up Joe Flacco on a one-year deal.
1: They need, need a backup.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, Jalen Hurts is going to be their projected starter. But, you now Philadelphia just, again, since that 2017 year, with Carson Wentz making his you know almost MVP run and then topping it off with Nick Foles making their their playoff run. I just yeah. I don't have I don't have much for them.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I know she wants me to be nice, but there's nothing nice I had to say. So I was always taught if there's <laughs> nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all, but this is a podcast and you need <laughs> words. So in words. You need words and Just as I said last year, if you were to ask me where Philadelphia was going to end up in the division, I'm going to tell you the same thing I told her last year, and that is seventh place in a four-team division. (laughs) Okay. Straight up. And, you know, I mean, Doug Doug Pedersen or Peterson, whatever – as soon as he made the decision to take Jalen Hurts out of that that Week 17 game, as soon as he made that decision to put Nate Sudfeld in, I was like, he has thrown this game. This man is gonna get fired.
2: Yeah, 100. Uh, you couldn't
0: tell me any different.
2: He lost his team. He lost the fit. Mm-hmm. That happened a, a lot along the process. It's crazy to see such a downfall from their Super Bowl, right. from being a Super Bowl winning head coach to losing the trust and faith of your team because mm-hmm. you're a freaking moron. And, you know, he, he alienated Wentz, although Wentz didn't do himself any favors. It just it, – Philadelphia became a mess really fast, and it's insane to see where they are now. Yeah, I could see them at four or five wins. That's probably as good as it's going to get for them. You know, I, I, I really don't see it being any better than that for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: This is a start. This might be the start of a rebuild.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, it's going to have it's going ha- to have to be if they want to do anything. If they want to, if they want to come out seventh place in place in my book. Yeah,
2: yeah, they literally they sold their souls to win that Super Bowl. Well, that's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's exactly it too. Any opinions on uh, on on your uh, competitors? I guess.
1: Oh, I have a lot of opinions. Let's go. Do you Let's really want to hear my opinion? I do,
0: actually. <laughs> Maybe a couple of them, sure. Yeah. Um,
1: all right. You guys may recall in part one, uh, what did I say about the Houston Texans? Oh, terrible. Well, what is the word I used? Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember. It's, it's been a, Brian, it's do been you a remember?
0: Movie. I can't say that I can.
1: Well, no, it was trash days. bin. It was no, a no, trash
0: hot bin. Garbage. Hot,
1: hot garbage. Hot garbage. The Philadelphia Eagles are a dumpster fire. They are a dumpster fire. I just don't see them. They they have a long way to go. Unbiasedly speaking, they have, you know, they have, you know, they have a talented quarterback and Jalen Hurts, if they can put the right pieces around him. They need an offensive line to protect him. Their defense is iffy. Their defense, Mm -hmm. if they, they just are right now, they are just not a good football team. I I'm sorry that that's, that's just the truth. They're not a good Mm -hmm. football team right now. I don't, I have no faith in them. I didn't really hear any splash in free agency that they did, obviously because they don't have the cap space. Mm
0: -hmm. They needed
1: to clear a lot of the cap space from idiotically signing Carson Wentz to that extension and then trading him the next year right like pissed. And, and, this and,
0: and obviously still paying him this year
1: yeah they're still paying him they're paying him to
2: wear a Colts jersey
1: you know and yeah. yeah and don't
2: even get me started on that week 17 bullshit yeah we me him and Phil sat on a video call during that game and let me tell you that was that was an atrocity
0: Oh my god, it was terrible. I, even even I was like, I was like, what the hell is going on? What 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 are you doing? What what is going through your mind? Because at that point, when he pulled when he pulled Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was having a solid game.
1: Yeah, yeah they would have won that game, you know. Yeah, they, and yeah. it, 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 let's not even you know like factor in that you know that win would have helped the Giants. Let's let's forget about that. Just the fact that he did that, that he intentionally threw a game, put mm-hmm. his players in in jeopardy, you know, and right. they're, they're going out there risking their bodies, putting their bodies on the line to to win a football game. And you're intentionally putting in your third string quarterback who, you know, damn well is not going to beat the who are they playing? They, at that they were team?
0: playing Washington. They were playing the football team.
1: Yeah, they were playing Washington. You know damn well that he's not going to beat that Washington defense.
0: Let us see right. what we have, in
2: him.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, it, it's just, yeah and then, exactly, and then, and then oh, see really, really disrespectful to the game,
0: right? You know? And then and then coming out and saying we, we wanted to see what you know we had Nate Sappel. No, you did not.
1: You just wanted to improve your draft
2: stock. That's you know what you have in Nate Sappel. So let's
0: be real you, you're not gonna put you're not gonna put a, a a person who's played five snaps maybe in the nfl against a top ranked defense in the fourth quarter in a one possession game with two minutes to go yeah no. why
1: yeah but let's get right. back on track here okay I, I just don't see uh philly you know sorry eagles fans but i mean
2: it is what it is at this point
0: you no know? you're not because I know I'm, I'm not.
2: I'm, I'm really not, but that's, that's like me you know, saying sorry to a New England fan. Like I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not sorry. There, you know, until until the situation improves, you guys are a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. It, it is what it is. I hate to say it, no, I don't, but um, you know, moving on. Let's move on from this. Yes,
0: moving this, on, moving on from one from one dumpster fire to. I mean, at least a garbage bin, you know, smokehouse of the New York Giants.
1: Hey, 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 easy, easy there.
0: (laughs) Um. must
1: Must be nice to have Brady carry your team to a fucking Super Bowl. Must be nice.
0: Hey, listen, whatever. I mean, he wasn't the only one that carried.
1: Must be nice. Okay, anyway, yeah, what about the New York football Giants?
0: Okay, so marquee signings, Leonard Williams, Kenny Galladay, and Adoree Jackson. Obviously yeah, the other ones too. Uh, obviously, the big question is going to be Daniel Jones, right? Saquon coming back this year, you know, can, can he perform at the same level that he did when he went out? I think he can because watching videos of him working out are just – you would think he never even tore his ACL. Like it's ridiculous. So the big question is going to be Daniel Jones. Can Daniel right. Jones perform?
2: You know, is
1: yours
0: dude, so yeah, I'm gonna pass the, I'm gonna pass it to uh, to you, Jay, because this is this is your team.
1: Obviously, I want to see my team. I want to see my team do well. I think mm-hmm. we can do well. You know, I think we have. I think we have the talent all the way around to succeed. If you look, if you look on paper. And you look at all the other teams in this division, it's it's the Giants and Cowboys at the top as far as talent goes. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, that being said, the big question mark is Daniel Jones. Can Daniel Jones bring this team to the playoffs? Can he not get attacked by the turf monster? Can he, can he, you know, hold on to the ball and not fumble it? Mm -hmm. These are very big questions. And the Giants have provided him with all the weapons that he needs. We signed Kyle Rudolph, signed Kenny Galladay. We got that speedy uh, former first round draft pick in John Ross. You know, we got Mm -hmm. Shepard coming back. We got Slayton coming back. You know, we got, you know, Saquon coming back, you know, and we got, you know, Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram hopefully can catch a football this year. That would be nice. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got all these weapons. We have all these dynamic weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Also, another kind of question mark people haven't, I haven't really heard a lot talked about is the offensive line because they have a very young offensive line. They, they lose Kevin Zeitler. They just, they let him walk. They released him. Um, you know, they got uh, Matt Pert They got, um, they got Andrew Thomas. They got Shane Lemieux. Uh, you know, Nate Solder coming back off, uh, opting out for COVID last year. Uh, you know, I mean, this, this offensive line has a lot of, uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if they they can, they can be good. I hope they, I hope they do. I hope they do end up being good, but it's, it's, it's very iffy, but the defensive side of the ball, this, this team with the addition of a Dory Jackson, you know, and the draft picks in the draft that we had, you know, also, you know, on the other side, going back to the offensive side of the football, Kadarius Tony, a very, you know, very good slot receiver can. You know, you can gadget him anywhere. You can put him in the backfield. You can put him out as a, as a receiver. You can run some trick plays with him. The guy is dynamic hell. I I've always been a firm believer. If this draft wasn't stacked with wide receivers like it was this year, he would have been a top five. He would have been a top five draft pick in any other draft. And it, you you know you put you. You put him in some of the other drafts that weren't as deep at wide receiver, he was a top-five talent easily. You know, he's that good of a receiver. But um, going back to the defensive side of the ball, you know, Logan Ryan coming back, you know, that was a big signing for us last year. Um, You know, Jabril Peppers was very very versatile for us last year. Blake Martinez, you know, I I felt as though he should have got a Pro Bowl vote because he was, what, second or third in the league in tackles? Last yeah, year, he was, he
2: was a beast, man.
1: He's a stud. He's a stud at that middle linebacker spot. You know, uh, we filled some we filled some holes at, um, at in our pass rush. We brought back Leonard Williams. We got Aziz Ojolari, um uh, the second round pick from Georgia. You know, uh, we brought in Oda Nigbo from uh, Minnesota. I, I really like him. I like his mindset. I didn't really see a whole lot of him, but I watched that interview when he first got signed and. He's got a very good mindset towards the game. So I'll, I'm very interested to see how that works out. You know, we got Dexter Lawrence coming back. We got BJ Hill, you know, we got a very deep defense. This defense could, you know, could be in contention to be a top 10 defense this, this upcoming season because last year they were the only reason why we were in contention for the division. And because our division was just so bad last year, but as bad as it was we were only given what we're dealt with right so Mm -hmm. you know uh, they kept us in contention last year so we you know we have all the pieces in place to succeed and be a playoff team this year and compete daniel jones just has to do his part he's just got to be better than average Mm -hmm. just got to be a better than average he doesn't have to be uh, a top five quarterback, that's not what we're asking of him. He just needs to be an average, a better than average starter. Right. You know, if you could get, if we can get 3,500 yards, like uh, 25 to 30 touchdowns out of him, you know, maybe 500 yards on the ground because he's very fast. We saw that last year, you know, before he got eaten up by the turf monster, he would have, he was burning DBs, burning yeah. them, running at 20 miles per hour. That was a fat, up to that point was the fastest quarterback run of all season. So, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to, there's a lot of upside with this giants team S- ceiling. I see them winning 11, 10 to 11 games. And I think that would be good enough to win the division, but you know, if, if Daniel Jones keeps being Daniel Jones, then, you know, they, they miss the playoffs again and, you know, and then it'd be time to move on
2: from Daniel Jones, but mm-hmm. you know, that is, that's my take. See, now, I think it's funny that you dumped on your, uh, your, your pro bowl tight end Evan Ingram. Uh, I, didn't,
1: I didn't think he deserved it. That's just my honest he opinion.
2: Doesn't, no, he doesn't. I'm just giving you crap. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with everything you said there. Um, this is kind of like a Minnesota situation where this team is going to go as far as Daniel mm-hmm. Jones will take him. Can he yep, make yeah. that next step? Can he play well, more than well? You know, just show that, you know, this This is the guy. This is the franchise, you know. And hopefully, you know, Saquon, that pain in the ass, can get his fucking ACL in order, stay healthy, you know, help my fantasy team,
0: Please get it shake. all
2: together this year. You know, if, if he stays healthy, Daniel Jones plays well, got plenty of good weapons around. Kenny Galladay is, is like, top eight, seven, eight receiver when he's trying and doesn't quit on Detroit. <laughs> he did. I don't care what anybody says. And that defense is everything you mentioned off of that defense. That defense is just getting better. The offensive line can hold up. It all depends. It could be as bad as six. It could be as good as eleven. And that—that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys both. I mean, hit pretty much, uh, pretty much hit it on the head. There's uh, my, like, like, he, like we all, we've all said. I mean, Daniel Jones is that big question mark. You know, what is he gonna do? I mean, the the talent is in front of you. You know, a lot a lot of people when when Daniel Jones Daniel Jones came into the league, probably didn't believe in him. I mean, you know, but now he's he's working up. He's working up, and I think I think you're right, Jake. I think this is kind of a a make oh, or break God. here.
1: For you, Brian, who did Daniel Jones have his uh, first career win on? I can't remember.
0: It was Tampa Bay.
1: Okay, okay. I just, you know, I had to. It I was. To... With you. Couldn't remember. Yeah, I needed a refresher. I'm sorry. Oh, that, that's
0: okay. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No.
2: Nope.
0: I'll probably say it. Um, but still, I mean, there's – He's the, he's still the big question. I mean, I think, like I was saying, I think you're right. I think this can be a make or break year for him. Um, I mean, cause New York and stuff. I mean, we, we kind of touched on it uh, before, you know, before we got this whole thing started that, you know, the New York media is a tough place to be, you know, they will eat you alive, you know, and I think, you know, along with, you know, Adam Gates, but I think that's what happened with Sam Darnold and the Jets the New York media just ate him alive, you know, but, you know, with luckily with, with Saquon coming back, I mean, a lot of the focus is obviously going to be on him. Right.
1: And can I just interject one, because I forgot to make one point. Uh, And me as a Giants fan, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't make this point. Joe judge is an excellent football coach. Mm -hmm. I I believe he is the coach that is going to turn this program around and showed very good signs of that last year. We Mm -hmm. went from being a team that was getting blown out every week. It seemed to, we, we were in every game almost except for that week three game against San Francisco last year, Mm -hmm. but but we we competed in every game. That's what he promised. And he delivered on that promise. Right. That, I just
0: wanted to add that. Yeah, no, no, and that's a that's a good point. I mean, and again, that's going to build on Daniel Jones closing out those games.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, I mean, yeah, you don't. I mean, you lose your number one running back early in the season, but you're still close in these games. You know, you need one extra step in your game, and you're closing these out. Yeah. You know, these these close losses are turning into wins, whether whether or not they're one point. A win is a win.
2: Yeah,
0: It's like a loss is a loss, you know. it's But you need to learn how to close out those wins. I mean, if you're leading in a game, you need to close that out. Yeah. So that's the big question in New York. Uh, last team in the NFC East is the Dallas Cowboys. Big D. I mean, Dak Prescott coming back after that gruesome injury. Uh, you know, you never – as much as you, you hate a team – I don't want to say hate or dislike a team, rather. You never want to see that happen to a player. I mean, just terrible. I mean, yeah, especially
1: been, not me because he was on my damn fantasy
2: team. Right. That exactly.
0: Screwed him over.
2: And that led A.J. Brown to my team and, uh, you know, yeah. led to a yeah. nice league title. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So marquee signings Keanu Neal, uh, Demonte Kazee, Terrell Basham, Brian Urban, Jake McQuaid. So, they, they went after uh, – they went after defense.
1: Which they needed. Which maybe. they needed. They needed. Oh, yeah, you know, I mean – Their defense was almost historically bad. Like, last their, year.
0: Their defense – the only thing their defense got right was wearing the Dallas Cowboys logo. Because their defense was one star. <laughs> so, it was – I know it's a terrible joke.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one. That's man. what you get. That's what you dad get for,
0: for dad jokes. That's
1: a good okay. dad joke.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're not going to they didn't need to work on their offense because if Dak would have played the whole season, I mean, you're probably looking at, you're probably looking at a 10 win team.
1: Yeah. They would have won the division last year. You no. Know. If, if Dak played, if Dak played, all season. I
0: mean, I mean, because Dak came out, I mean, Dak came out hot he was playing for a contract, so he came out yep. playing hot, and then obviously, unfortunately, ended up with that that bad break. Um, but yeah, I mean, defense—they're filling in the right spots, you know. Now they just need to execute that defense.
2: I am honestly a big believer in Dallas. As long as Dak stays healthy, Dak Prescott
0: is—he's
2: mm-hmm. he's building his way into one of those top ten, top eight, top six quarterbacks. Uh, and he's got all the weapons he needs. He was lighting it up. There were there were quarterbacks that took like 10 weeks to beat his numbers that he had left out after he'd gotten hurt. Like, as long as their defense does something, that team could win up to maybe 12 games. As long as Dak is playing like he did last year, stays healthy, doesn't have another gruesome incident like that, which hopefully he never does. Dallas, Dallas will be really good this year. They could be really good if he could stay healthy. If that defense can do uh, I I've been I've been high on Dax Cowboys and I I I, I am a believer in them. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah.
0: It's gonna yeah. hurt. I know. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's
0: gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna See hurt that.
1: because uh, you know. People know how I feel about the the the, their cowgirls, um, yeah. but no. In all seriousness though, um, Dak coming back is going to be huge for them. They had a lot of injuries on the of- offensive line last year. They couldn't keep they couldn't keep Dak or Andy Dalton upright. Um, you know, so you or know, you know. I'm assuming they're you know they get back to up to par on their offensive line. You know, injuries you know hopefully they all stay healthy uh you know because that also took a big hit on zeke's production mm-hmm. um you know and uh but you know i i said it before to you know to multiple people dallas arguably has the best wide receiver core in the league you know with amari cooper michael gallup and cd lamb mm-hmm. You yeah, know, they have very Three very talented receivers, um, you know, so that that offense could you know could really blow up this year if they they all they all stay healthy and you know I just uh for my team's sake I hope not I hope not I really hope not but realistically I see a very tight race with the Giants and the Cowboys this year for the division. Mm -hmm. i'm gonna i gotta go i gotta be a homer and go with my team to take the win in the division um i just don't know i just don't know it it, it all depends on how uh the cowboys defense meshes together if they can produce something better than they did last year which is going to be a pretty easy task um but you know uh cowboys could you know have a have a very good season they could be you know win the division if not i i definitely see them as a wild card team for sure mm-hmm. you know uh you know they, they like i said before giants and cowboys are the two ta- most talented teams in that uh nfc east division right so it's going to be an interesting race this year because we've got that extra regular season game so mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna play into a factor there to see you know we'll see what happens
0: no, all good, all good points. Um, <clears throat> that's it, though. That's the NFC. Wow. Uh, yeah. I that's mean, lots of – yeah, a lot, a, lot, a lot of explanations. You know, we want to thank you guys so much. Again, we want to thank Jake, Jake Bradley to, for joining us again for part two of the offseason recap. Um, <clears throat> be on the lookout. We are so close to kickoff. Like it, yeah. it is almost here. We're They're on the verge of. We are on the verge of the start of the twenty twenty one season. Um, I know this year all of us will be will be at a couple games this year, or at least yeah, one I'm going game going this to year.
1: Giants. I'm going to Giants Falcons week three.
2: See Eli Manning get his jersey retired. So that's going to be cool. Yep, I'll be in Buffalo week one against Pittsburgh. So that should be yeah. Uh, uh, the Rowdy Bills Mafia, you know everybody knows all about that. That should oh, yes. that's gonna be a madhouse.
0: Everybody hide your tables, and I will be in Tampa uh, for the Tampa Bay Miami game. I believe it's week eight. Um, so we'll be we'll be there live in person, and you know those those will be the best recaps. Uh, so yeah. stick around, stay with us throughout the NFL season. We're gonna keep you updated. We're going to have more episodes. We're going to have fantasy episodes to help you build your fantasy draft and your fantasy lineups. So stick around with us. This has been Brian, Jake, and Jake with KFR Sportscast. We appreciate you all for from, from, uh, coming in and watching us or listening to us if you're listening to us. Make sure you follow us on social media at KFR, S-P-R-T-S, Cast. That is all of our handles for Twitter, Facebook, Sportscast. and Instagram. Stay up to date with us. And we uh, we'll see you next time. Big sexy
1: out. PL.